On this edition of Orlando Magic Pod Squad, we catch up with Magic Guard second-year man Jalen Suggs. And remember, Magic Pod Squad is brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. Reminds you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. If you've been drinking, don't get behind the wheel. Instead, find a sober driver or catch a ride service. Remember, drive sober or get pulled over. Have a great night and drive safe. Oh, we get into a lot of stuff here with Jalen Suggs. Talk about his injury, his rehab, how great it is to be back. He's slowly ramping up those minutes, getting back to his old self. And then what this team can accomplish now that they're getting fully healthy. What kind of a run can this team go on? And I think the thing you'll find the most impressive, he mentions the group chat that this Orlando Magic team is on. And any disrespect that comes this way makes it into the group chat and they're able to use it for motivation. Uh, kind of get into the Eddie House stuff and uh, all those topics here on this edition of Magic Pod Squad. Very good listen, very interesting behind-the-scenes stuff with Jalen Suggs on this year's Magic Team coming your way right now. This is Fonz Wagner of the Orlando Magic. This is Cole Anthony. This is Jalen Suggs. This is Paolo Bancaro of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to the Pod Squad. And welcome, everyone, to another edition of Orlando Magic Pod Squad. Dante Marcatelli, George Galante, Jalen Suggs, kind enough to join us. Still at the Advent Health Training Center. Jalen, they they weren't kidding when they said they want people to come practice and never go home. You're still there. I love it. There's enough comfortable spots where I really don't have to leave, so it's all good. <laughs> did, did you did you get to the nap room today? What what we do? We get on the float pod yet? The float tank is uh, is my favorite addition so far. That that thing is nice. So describe so, it to somebody that has right, never been in a float right. pod. Describe it to us. Oh, it's it's like a it's a big pod. It looks like a big egg, and it's full. Like, I mean, the water water is literally probably about this deep, and um, it's salt water. And you just kind of lay back and you float. And so, like, you get in there. And I like having the uh, the earplugs so the water doesn't just sit in my ear. Um, right. But you just sit there and float, and it just kind of like uh, like releases everything like in your body and. Like a spatial awareness, it's like it's completely dark in there, so it kind of takes all that away. Um, yeah, and it's just a good spot to reset. So I always take a nap in there whenever I go do it. And it's nice. Take a nap in the flow pod. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I got the get whole in the point, flow pod, Dante. Is, is the whole? <laughs> some people there. would some people would be scared with that. It'd be claustrophobic. It's dark, right? I mean, do you have yeah. to conquer your fears a little bit? Uh, at first, I was very skeptical, uh, skeptical about it. Um, yep. yep. But. Uh, I don't know. After I did it, like it was, it wasn't that bad at all. Like it's not completely dark where you can't see anything, but I mean, you, for the most part, you really can't see what's, you know, what's in there, but I don't know. It's a big enough space to where you can move around and okay. you, know, you can up um, and all that. But yeah, I don't know. I just lay back, take a little nap. <laughs> you any soothing, soothing music or anything? Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't like the music. No, no music. I don't like the music. I like to be in just, in just silence. Just lay there. Get some good sleep. Be with your thoughts. All right. Well, there you go. There you go. Hey, I don't know if you know this, Jalen, but George is a big Giants fan, New York Giants. I don't know if you're a Vikings fan. I, I don't know if you grew up. You're not no. a Vikings fan. So you no, grew up in but, Minnesota. But my, team, but, but my team did lose this weekend. So okay. Your team did lose this week. So who is your team? I did I, I wasn't sure if it was the Vikings or not. So I had my gear ready to go, but it, Baltimore. it's it, Baltimore. Baltimore. You and Randy Gregory are, are I didn't know that when when the Giants beat the Ravens during the year, I could have given you given it to you too. <laughs> no, I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, okay. yeah. A, a rough weekend. Um definitely was a rough weekend. 
But it was a good weekend of football, though. Every, yes, it every was. It was fire. So, how did you become it. a Ravens fan growing up in Minnesota? What what led you to that team? Other than how uh, other than your other than your cousin or your yeah, uncle? That, that well, was, that's that was, true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was it. And so I, I knew that I had family played for him, and so I got like kind of from the beginning. I don't know that that that's always what stuck to me. And then their defense, Ed Reed, and you know the rest of the guys, Ray Lewis. Uh, I just kind of I don't know. I fell in love with the team. I, I never could catch on to the Vikings. So, well, it's pretty cool. You see Terrell once in a while. Come see your games. Uh, your yeah. cousin Ed Ed Reed is now down the road in Daytona. He's mm-hmm. running the football program at Bethune Cookman. So yeah. So that's so that's pretty cool. So it, back home, that's a big story though, Jalen. You have to admit the Vikings going down is huge news for you back home. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think almost everybody I knew back home was uh, was in the bank uh, this weekend. Uh, but I mean, I called it out. I, that was a terrible, that was a terrible matchup for him. Like the, the Giants have been playing great football. Uh, Minnesota has not been able to defend at all. And they're turning the ball over. So, yeah. Definitely could you call it? Could you call out the Giants beating the Eagles this weekend for me too? Could you? Could you do it one more time? I can put that <laughs> in the air because I can definitely see that happening as well. <laughs> yes, I love so it. I'm Dante, thinking, wait, hold on. You, what you didn't see yeah. today was there was a football laying around today. Well, I don't. I need to find out why the football is in oh, the facility. Okay. By the way, but you know, there's 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 QB one running around the court, chucking <laughs> chucking the pill like like he never lost it. I like to think I'm a big reason why that football is here. <laughs> uh, I at, the, at the Amway Center too, there's a net with with. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming oh, yeah. that is for football tossing, uh, right? That yeah, target. Like, you could. I mean, you use it for basketball passing too, but yeah, it's one of the one of the football nets. Yeah, so you know, I got I got the football over there. I was asking for it over here. We got one, so yeah, I still I still can find my time. Okay. Very nice. Well, George, here's what I want to know. So we're in Denver, right? The Broncos don't Broncos have some quarterback issues. They're trying to figure things out. Jalen throws a dime at the end of the first quarter, right? Put it right in Franz's fingertips, right? The length of the court. First of all, why have we not seen that play before? I think that's a phenomenal play. <laughs> and number two, did you, did you have a lot of Denver football fans asking about you after the game? You know, I'd, I'd love to incorporate a little bit more of that. Um, I definitely think that I could throw some more dots out there. Uh, but, yeah, um, you know, Broncos, they needed, uh, you know, wanted to bring somebody in, whether it's for competition purposes, whether it's right. for motivation purposes. Um, you know, I'm free this summer. I, I will be free. <laughs> That's right. uh, yeah, you know, they just let me know and, you know, I might be able to make something happen. I like it. Well, we like for now. We got you. We got to keep you till at least April. Yes. Um, yes I, with, so with that, with, with that being said, how you feeling, Jalen? I know it's been a, I know it's been an up and down year. We're trying to figure out the the ankle soreness. We're we're close. How are we feeling? Do we feel like we're back for a while? I, I know that's got to be hard for you. Uh, definitely been a lot better. Um, you know, definitely something that that's been difficult to deal with. Um, when, when you're going in and out of lineups and uh, in and out of games and in and out of minute restrictions, like it's it's hard to really get a rhythm and a flow going. And I think like that's a that's a really underrated part, you know, of this league is, you know, you start getting your feet, uh, your feet under you and your rhythm, and you know you kind of catch catch a flow and a vibe, you know, in the games and when you're playing, and like when you can't do that and you're constantly in and out, um, you know, it, it can kind of mess with you know your game and your mental. So um, I think just trying to stay solid, 
trying to control what I can control. And, um, you know, even though I've gotten, you know, I felt like I've gotten dealt the unlucky end of the stick, uh, you know, multiple times here, um, you know, just, just staying true to staying true to myself and, you know, doing it for everybody, I think, who has one sacrifice for me, but two, you know, who constantly is with me every day and, you know, helping get me better physically, mentally, um, on the court, off the court. So, um, yeah, I think, I think when you look at it from that point, it's it's pretty easy to, to keep going, you know, when it's something bigger than yourself and, you know, you have people, kids, you're inspiring, um, you know, people who believe in you, right. you know, or, who are trying to help you get better. So, yeah, I think trying to, trying to focus on those things, you know, has definitely helped in that process, but, you know, it definitely hasn't been the easiest. You know, it's funny you said, because that was going to be one of my first questions was you, you've, you've, really haven't been able to get any type of rhythm for your whole first season and a half so far. So when you're, when you're coming back from these injuries, is there, are there different things that you do now that you, maybe you didn't do before to try to, to try to get your body in shape to, to stay out there to, to finally get some rhythm and, and stay on the floor for a little bit? Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, I think just really buying into, you know, with the strength and conditioning, you know, staff uh you know on the medical staff is you know having me do whether it's mobility whether it's lifting whether it's getting stronger in some areas more flexible in other areas like you know whatever whatever has to be done you know so that i can just be on the court because at that point that's all i want to do right now you know i feel like when i've gotten to be out there you know especially this year you know when, when i was you know playing and you know that's all that I was worrying about was, you know, just the hoop, you know, not about injury or sitting out or nothing like that. You know, I felt really confident, you know, and I felt like I felt like I was, you know, producing and uh, doing everything that, you know, that I wanted to do, you know, in my second year. So, um, yeah, I think the biggest piece, you know, is in X's and O's. It's not about dissecting this defense or that defense. You know, it's literally just staying on the floor. Uh, so, you know, definitely something that I, I, I'm working on every day and, you know, we're working on you know, with myself and the staff and you know, definitely something that I want to bring and, you know, give to everybody, you know, that's supporting me and, uh, you know, cheering me on. Well, we, I know we, if there's, I know if there's ever a game missed, it's because you can't play because you can tolerate a lot of pain. You're a tough guy. So we certainly, so we certainly know that. And when you're on the court, you produce Jalen. I, I got to think when you're going against a team at home that has Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, and you come up with two enormous shots down the stretch to close that team out, I got to think that's about as good as it can feel during a regular season game, right? I mean, take us through the kind of that moment, that game. I, that had to have been one of the, one of the highlights for you, one of the many early highlights in your career. Absolutely. Um, you know, th those are ones that are, that are really easy to kind of get ready for. Um, I didn't get to play last year either time. You know, and, and that, that was pretty upsetting. Um, you know, one, the one at home, uh, you know, we still ended up winning, which was great. Um, you know, but just hearing the talk afterwards and, you know, what Draymond had to say after and, um, you know, even during the game. And then, you know, we go play there. You know, you want to play – you want to play the, the defending champions, you know what I'm saying? And, um, or, you know, the best, some of the best players in the world and in our league. And um, so, yeah, I didn't get to play them, you know, in the Chase Center either. Uh, which really hurt, you know, ended up losing that game. So, uh, you know, when I knew when I was getting ready for this one this year, um, you know, just really easy to be locked in, really easy to be focused. Yeah. Um, you know, I think from from the from the tip, I was I was ready to go. You know, I was talking smack, 
Um, you know, I'm trying to bring the energy, uh, you know, keep us going. And I think that was just, that was an all around great win, you know, and a, and a great night, you know, the atmosphere in there was crazy. Um, they went on runs, we run on runs, um, you know, and we, we all stayed together and, you know, made it happen, you know, and to, to get to the end and, um, you know, make that big three off their miscommunication uh, on the horns action. And then, uh, you know, come down, you know, with the double between step back. Yes. <laughs> yes. I remember it well, my friend. I remember. Yeah. Uh, you know, that de- definitely one that that's going to sit, you know, sit with me in the memory books, uh, you know, until I'm done playing. I feel like he's watched these highlights of that game a couple <laughs> times too, right? Is that, is that what I'm getting Maybe. at here? Maybe. <laughs> I definitely have. <laughs> Jalen, what have you learned? There's there's so much to absorb when when somebody comes into the NBA. What have you learned so far in your in your first season and a half that maybe you didn't know uh, prior to prior to coming uh, and being a pro? Um, I think I think you get tested a lot more um, <clears throat> mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, you know, like at the end of the day, you know, each and every each and every guy in this league, you know, is still a human being, you know, and still deals with life and, you know, things that life throws at you. Um, you know, on top of that, while having to perform, you know, at the highest level, you know, of, of basketball players in the world. So, um, yeah, I think that was definitely an, definitely an adjustment, you know, just with how fast things came. And, um, you know, it, it kind of amplifies bad games a bit more and. Um, you know, all eyes are on you and the lights are on you. So, you know, I think accomplishments, you know, as well as as well as your failures or downfalls, you know, are just amplified. Um, so I think dealing with that definitely was the biggest, you know, was the biggest jump, you know, from high school to college, uh, you know, and then to the NBA. You know, just those, those little things and those mistakes, um, you know, are just a lot bigger, you know. And I think if you if you stick, let those stick and, uh, you know, weigh on you. Uh, you know, they can definitely start to drag you down. You mentioned Draymond Green, his comments last year. Uh, I know you're aware of the Eddie House comments because seven seconds after the game ended, you guys all tweeted, which was amazing, which I thought was great. Um, which you thought I, was great. I did not think was great. By I, the thought way. It was great. <laughs> I thought it was great. I thought it was great. You're a PR Right? Right? Okay, well, start there. Start there. How great was that? Let's revisit the Eddie House comments. How did you first come across it? And what was your initial reaction? I mean, we got him. We got him after the first game, and like, just like initially, it was like, man, like, like for what? Like, I, I don't, I don't, I didn't really understand it. Like, you're, you're angry at us, you know, for for getting a great win, you know, against a great team, which at the time was the hottest team, you know, yeah. in the NBA, um, you know, in Boston. So, like, off off rip, it's just it's very weird to have that kind of energy. Um, you know, and again, we, we as a team don't, don't like to take any of that disrespect, you know, and when, when you're as close as we are, when that does happen, you know, you want to retaliate and you want to, you know, you want to stick up and stand up, you know, for your brothers and also for the city who stand up, who stands up for us and, you know, protects us. And, um, you know, no matter what's going on or how games are going or what people are saying, you know, we'll continue to rally around us and show us you know, incredible amounts of love. So, um, you know, we definitely want to reciprocate that, you know, and then when it happened the second time and then someone, uh, someone saw the video on Twitter and then it got sent to our group chat and, 
yeah, as soon as soon as the game ended, yeah, we, everybody knew we were gonna we were gonna post that one. <laughs> <laughs> now, here, now I'm just that was great. The, the PR side of me didn't like it. The the me side of it liked it. Yes, yes, exactly. But um, now the funny thing was is now did you being so young did you know in the meme that everybody threw out there did did you know who it was and the circumstances behind it and all that because when I was walking with Paolo after the game and we. I showed him, I think somebody else had tweeted it at the, I mean, one of the 12 people that tweeted it at the time, <laughs> he, his comment to me was, Oh, look, he's even got a magic Jersey on. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. I'm like, well, no, this, this actually, <laughs> this actually happened. Yeah. During the, okay. So did you know the circumstances behind it? I knew, I don't know the circumstances. I knew that it had happened. I knew that I knew that it okay. was like, it was a real thing, but I, I didn't know. I didn't know why he got smacked. I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't know that full backstory. But you know, it didn't matter. It, it, it was fitting and it was perfect. That was during it's the just, conference just finals, a, right? Conference yes, finals, was. Dante, yes, two, or semi conference semifinals right. in two thousand nine when the uh, Magic were were playing against the Celtics and uh, and Eddie House. I mean, he even back then he liked to run his mouth and Skip Red just hot. wasn't having it anymore. It just went right up to him. <laughs> and that's what he did. Skip got cost, a game for it too. But cost that, him that a game it. for it. Yeah. Is this a situation, Jalen, where you're third youngest team in the NBA? So you're not expected to win 50 games this year, right? You guys want to, and you're going to come out and do the best you can to succeed. But is this a situation where, okay, you get your licks in now we're taking names, we're collecting names, any of the doubters that we have along the way, we're going to remember that as we turn this thing around here in Orlando, because it has turned around that there's a great energy about this group and a great buzz in town that this thing is headed in the right direction, which is very exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, a lot of it gets sent into our group chat, um, you know, and again, like you, you can, you can bring it up in any situation, you know, when talked about this team, but like just how close we are, like yeah. there's nothing that really goes, nothing, nothing, nothing that's said that, you know, doesn't come across, you know, one of us or, you know, get sent to our group chat, you know, that we take in and, um, you know, just, you know, you have to take it, you know, you can't really do anything about it, you know, but continue sure. to get better and uh, to get better and try to prove them wrong. But um, yeah, definitely something that, that none of us forget, you know, and that, mm -hmm. that we talk about here and there. And, um, you know, we, we know we've had, we've been a bit unlucky with the injuries and, you know, we might be one of the only teams that just hasn't had the entire team healthy at all. Right. Um, you know, and gotten really, really unlucky from that standpoint. But, um, you know, I think we, we all know what we're capable of. You know, we, we all understand, you know, what we have here. and uh, We all want to win with each other, you know. So I think that, again, adds extra motivation, um, you know, in doing that, everybody succeeds and, you know, everybody gets to achieve all the other things that they want to achieve, and, you know, contracts and right. being able to take care of their family and their people. You know, win winning brings all of that, you know, and, when you're doing it with the group group of people that you love to be around, you know, it makes it that time 10 times sweeter. So, um, yeah, de definitely keep track of, of all the things that people say, um, so, you know, the, those, those who had something to say, you know, you can, yes, you, can come yes. far, but, you know, our, our car will be full. I so like who, it. so who's, who's putting, who's the, the, the person that puts most of the stuff in the group chat or does it rotate around and who, who, who it kind of, it kind of rotates, um, RJ, RJ Skull, Markel, um, you know, I think th those are the main ones uh, that kind of send stuff in the chat. Uh, Wendell sent some things, um, you know, but this it, it's always talked about, you know, 
among us, you know, whether it's, if it's not the chat, then someone brings it up in the locker room the next day or, uh, or on a plane, wherever we're at. So, um, yeah, no, no, nothing, nothing really goes unsaid. And, uh, yeah, we, we know, we know when it, when it's time and, um, you know, when our time comes, you know, we're on that with everybody. So you know what I, I, I think that's, hold on, Dante. I think that's yeah, great yeah, yeah. because there's a lot of time when I, absolutely being around the team so long, we, we've been on these buses and the planes. And, and a lot of time, I feel like as the years have gone by, the buses have gotten quieter and quieter. And I'm thinking to myself, man, like these guys really, maybe they don't talk as much as they used to. But what I need to realize is you're, you're talking, you guys are communicating in other ways. You're, you're using the right. group chat. I mean, it's kind of like my kids, but I'm just like, my kids aren't talking, but what That's I realize right. is they take their phone and they've been talking That's all right. night to people. That's yeah. just in, it's just a different way. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. There, there, there'll be times where we'll, we'll be sitting on the bus or on the plane, um, you know, and having something going on in the group chat and there's people just cracking up, laughing, uh, you know, <laughs> telling, telling jokes in there. So they're definitely always connected. Is there anybody you forgot to add? I think bull bull is so quiet. Is there any, like two weeks ago? Did you realize, <laughs> Oh, I forgot to add bull to the group chat. <laughs> not, not at all. Bull is serious. And, Come and, on. And, Boy has slowly opened up, and oh man, he is comedy. And he, when he cracks his jokes, or you know, he doesn't always, you know, again, he's not always the loudest. But when he, you know, when he slips his joke in, or when he's, you know, when he's in that in that playing around mood, uh, it's it's comedy. Well, give us an example because I we would love to peel the curtain back and hear a scenario with Bull Bull. He's he right there. Stand, he? he must be sitting right yes. there. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Uh, he could tell us himself if he wants. That's great. Oh, um, <laughs> see, I think it's better that way because. Oh, go ahead. So I think I think like right right now, like the, the big the big thing going on is really Markel, Markel and Skull. They they love to just gas everybody up, you know, and, okay. and, and everybody just everybody's degraded. Um, you know, you walk in with an outfit on. Oh, where'd you get this from? Oh, <laughs> He's had your plug. Can, can can you tell me where you got this from? Can you help me get like, like just, just that's great, gassing. And uh, we were at the event, uh, the event last night, and um, it's me, me and Skull are sitting there talking, and Bull comes over, and uh, and Skull Skull's in the middle of like of messing around, and Bull joins in and like piggybacks on what on what Skull's saying, and I was like, Bull, please, it's a dark place. Don't don't fall for it. <laughs> <laughs> don't follow because you've been a good one <laughs> that's uh, right there's still time for you bull yeah but just yeah just again it's like it's all little stuff you know it, it's like we're all we're all in college again is exactly what it feels like just being able to mess around crack jokes about any and everything um but at the end of the day i think everybody's love for each other and is really real so and how easy is that to do? Because you guys, I mean, you're all almost the same. It's very remarkable that you have a roster where you look up and right. down and the majority of the people are like you, Jalen. They're 21, 22, some cases 20. That, that makes it maybe a little easier for you guys to get along and bond. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, I think even like, it was funny. I didn't, I didn't know Skull was uh, about to turn 26. I said, man, you're older than Markel. And Markel <laughs> feel like the old head of the team. Right. Like, T. Ross That's is only right. 31, and I call T. Ross grandpa. So, like, yeah. it, it's funny. <laughs> like, like the our older guys, you know, G, Markel, Skull, T, um, you know, they're not, like, super old. You know what I'm saying? But, no, they're uh, not. I, I'm, but, 
yeah, but but they they've been through some stuff and they've they've seen stuff in this league, you know, and in life, um, you know. But they're still young enough to where we all can, uh, you know, we all can relate on things and, um, you know, laugh and joke and you know, all kind of have similar interests and hobbies. So, you mentioned Markel. You know, how much has he helped you along the yeah. way? I mean, we we've actually talked to Markel about the fact that you're right. He's looked at as the old head on this team, and he's what is he? Twenty four years old, Dante. Yeah. Like he's so twenty four, so young. What, but he's been through a lot, and he obviously plays guard. How much has he helped you along the way here? A whole lot. I mean, like, I don't think Mark Marquette. Kel doesn't realize, you know, just how how important he is. Uh, he is to me, to me personally here. You know, in this in this unit. Um, again, he he's twenty four. He's young. You know, he was the number one pick. Um, you know, yeah. and he's seen a lot of things. You know, not only in his life, but in his short basketball career in this league. Um, and the way that he just constantly like has a positive mindset and a positive outlook and, um, and carries himself like, uh, from afar, you know, he, he may not know it. Um, but you know, that, that, that really has an impact on me because that's something that I've been trying to work on and, um, you know, help build, help build myself, uh, you know, and I think is really helpful. Uh, you know, when it comes to basketball, you know, I think a lot of it is mental. You know, you come into it confident with a great mindset. Um, you know, things are just easier, you know, than when you're trying to play, beat the other team, beat your opponent and beat yourself, you know, because yeah. you're, you're in a bad mindset. So, um, yeah, it, it's been great. You know, him, T. Ross, Gary, um, you know, all of them are just love having a good time, love to laugh. But, you know, definitely when it's time to drop some knowledge or, uh, you know, help us out or, you know, kind of guide us. You know, they're right there to do that. You mentioned some of the unluck with the injuries, and that happens with the, with a lot of teams anyway. You didn't get unlucky with Paolo. What can you t- what can you tell us about Paolo Bancaro? The number one pick seems to be the real deal, Jalen. He is special. Oh, man. Right, right. Uh, he, you know, he, he, he loves to be in that spotlight. He loves to be in that big moment um, to take the tough shots, to make the tough shots. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and to learn though, I think, I think that that's the, that's the most imp- impressive piece is that he's, he's always listening, you know, whenever you have something to say to him, um, you know, whether it's me, Franz, Markel, one of the coaches, like he, he always, you always have his full undivided attention, um, you know, and I think that's what's going to continue to make him special in this league. Um, you know, he's 6'10", 200 something, um, mm-hmm. athletic is all, um, you know, but when, when you, have when you uh yearn to learn you know and you want to get better um you know mixed with what he's been gifted uh yeah that's that's a winning recipe well i like that we got about three or four fan questions we want to get your way but before we do that i just want to get your thoughts jalen 38 games left so break it down for what you are trying to do and you're four games out you're four games out of a playing scenario like can we are we, are we, is that the goal? Are we talking playoffs? What can this team do the final 38? We're talking 37 and one. That that's pretty feasible, yes. right? 37 and one. I'll take it. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, nah, absolutely. Uh, every, everybody in here has the same goal, you know, and that's for at the end of the year, you know, come April 10th, you know, we're getting ready to play another game, you know, Love another it. game. Um, so that, that's definitely what we're all gunning for, you know, and it's funny, we just had a conversation about it, um, you know, and, how on the West Coast, you know, yeah, we went two and three very easily could have been four and one. Um, but right. we're getting everybody, you know, we're getting back, everybody back into the lineup now and uh, everybody back playing, you know, and we are right there. 
Like for four games isn't a lot. You know, you you go right. on a little run. You know, you win. You win six out six at seven to ten. You know, and you know you look up and you're in a nine spot, ten spot. You know, before you know it. So, um, yeah, I think everything right now is is in our control. You know, we have everything we need. Uh, you know, it's just about are we going to buy in? Are we going to lock in? You know adjust those little things that, you know, need fixing and, uh, you know, close our games and, you know, continue this run. You know, this is a big – from now until All-Star is really, is really important. You know, right. guys are coming off of coming off of holiday, getting ready for All-Star, planning for All-Star, you know, getting ready for that break. Um, but if you can really ramp it up here, um, you know, and put yourself in position. So, you know, I think it's, what, 22 games after All-Star or something like that. Um you know, to where you're in one in one of those spots, you know, nine, ten, eight, um, you know, you're giving yourself a great chance. So uh, that's definitely the mindset of everybody in here. Well, we're going to find an analyst that says you can't make it. So you can add that to the group chat. And there'll Absolutely. be a little extra, a little extra motivation. I like Absolutely. it. All right. First, first question. And we, we're behind you, man. This You feel the buzz in town. Everybody feels you can right. do it, which is awesome. And we can't wait to see these final 38 games. OK, being from Minnesota. Who would your top line in a hockey game be? So you got to take your current teammates, current teammates, and you got to prepare for a hockey game. I imagine most of them have never played, but who are you rolling with with your top line there? Um, Random question. I would right. have I'd have Markella center. Okay, good. Um, oh, he knows the positions too. Yes, I'd put I'd put myself at left wing. Good. Um, because we, we need somebody who has some sort of hockey, uh, hockey sense and knowledge <laughs> up there up front. Um, Correct. Correct. Um, mm, 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 mm. Right wing. Right wing, I would go with Franz. Good. I think also good. One of my defenders, one of my defenders would be Admiral Schofield. You need a bruiser. You, right, you need somebody who's going to do the dirty stuff. Not afraid then, to get in the penalty box. Yep, exactly. And then the Rock, I'm gonna go with Mo Wagner for the Rock. I like and it. And then I goal, like it. Oh, I got to do goal. Oh, you got to do goal. Uh, window takes up the most space. Ah, there you go. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's all right. Here's one. here's another one. It says, uh, what songs are on your pregame playlist? When you're when you're getting ready to get out there, what what are we listening to? You know, it really it really depends on the day. Like, I I I, I really fluctuate. You know, if I'm already lit, um, you know, sometimes I play. You know, I'll I'll just keep that vibe going. You know, I'll play some Baby Smooth, um, John Hart, Young Boy, um, Gunna. Uh, you know, I think Baby. That's kind of the main people in my in my playlist. But then I'll go to really just some, like some Kong, you know, and that, that can be Giveon, Rod Wave, um, Brent Fayez, like just like something calm, you know, just to stay in that relaxed right. mode. So it really depends on the day. I, I have days where I listen to old school R&B before the game. I have days where I listen to, you know, Hawaiian and Jamaican music. Like uh, it, it really just depends on what I got. No Chuma? You have no Chuma on your playlist? <laughs> no I Big Chum? Big Chum hasn't made it in a, in a pregame playlist yet, but he gets okay. bumped in the locker room, you know, and, and in the weight room as we're, as we're getting ready for it. So it, nice. it, it sneaks playing there. <laughs> All right. I like it. That's because Chum like has control of the of – <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> yeah, he, 
He works. At hey, his, guys, let's see this one. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> see if you know who this is. All right, last thing. Last thing. Favorite non-sports movie. Favorite non-sports movie. Oh. It's hard. I know. I have too many. I'm, I'm a big movie guy, so I, I definitely have a lot. Um, action, comedy, what kind of genre do you lean towards? I'd say definitely action. Okay. Um, Fury is one of my favorite movies. Um, I think that the original Avatar is crazy. Interstellar, I think, is one of my favorite you know, just mine. All right, this this Interstellar thing. This, this is going to get you on JJ Reddick's podcast because that's his favorite movie of all no, time. No, no. Inter- well, I don't understand this Interstellar. I don't story. either. It's crazy. It's crazy. Really? Like literally, I re- I vividly remember the night I watched it for the first time. I'm a senior in high school, chilling, uh, and my boy told me to watch it. I'm like, eh, yeah, I'm putting it off. And like, I watched it, and I think I finished I finished the movie at like 1:30 in the morning. And I was just on my phone looking, researching, looking up. (laughs) Is that right? Till like four in the morning. I I was mind blown. Like, if you haven't seen it, you definitely, definitely should watch it. I'm going to do that then. Best movies I've seen. Okay. Good stuff. Okay. Well, that's good. Well, you're not alone. A lot of people love that. It's it's sneaky good. Jalen, this has been awesome. I really appreciate it. Fans love hearing from you. I know you feel the support in town and I, and I know I I speak for everybody when I say we, we believe we're going to be there in these final 38 games. So best of luck to you. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Thank you. That'll do it for another edition of magic pod squad this time with Jalen Suggs. We'll see you next time.